Today on Seculo, shocking evidence, cell phone records released in Fonnie Willis' disqualification case. Keeping you informed and engaged, now more than ever, this is Seculo. We want to hear from you. Share and post your comments or call 1-800-684-3110. And now your host, Jordan Secular. All right, folks, this is breaking news. Uh, There's been new uh, filing by attorneys for President Trump in Georgia, raising new questions about the relationship between the two prosecutors. Of course, we're talking about Nathan Wade and Fonnie Willis, the district attorney, uh, who appeared to make at least 35 visits to the Hapeville neighborhood where uh, uh, Fonnie Willis was living before the district attorney hired him to lead Fulton County's election interference prosecution for about $700,000. He testified last week under oath that he had been to her place no more than 10 times before he was hired in November of 2021. This shows 35 visits. They both uh, testified that their relationship uh, didn't become romantic until 2022 um, and that they did not spend the night together. But in the filings, we also see Andy Economos joining us. The timestamps on the filings, he was leaving late at night, Andy, and he was, I mean, he was arriving there late at night and, and then leaving uh, the uh, Willis condo uh, early in the morning. That's right. So that, brings into question again how many times they lied under oath last uh, week that's right we can begin to count the times and each count each time that you lied is a count of perjury but what happened was he was in east cobb county which is north of the city of atlanta proper and she was living at a condo in hapeville georgia which is near the airport in atlanta i live in atlanta that's a 32 mile run and in atlanta traffic it takes a long time so you don't go and come easily but on one occasion september 11 21 um, he re- got at her condo in Hapeville. Uh, this is September 11, 2021. He got there at 3.28 a.m. and then uh, could be seen arriving in East Cobb at 4.05 a.m. Uh, and then on another occasion on 29th of November 2021, he got a call from her at 11.32 p.m. He gets at her condo in Hapeville. Remember, Clayton County, 32 miles away at 12.43 a.m. a.m. in the morning and stays there till 5 a.m. in the morning. The affidavit also says that Willis and Wade each called each other more than 2,000 times during the first 11 months of 2021, exchanged just less than 12,000 text messages. But again, Andy, what this really goes to is under oath lying about their personal relationship, the $700,000, the, oh, I repaid him in cash, we went on trips. We all understood this was getting more and more salacious, this shows just how much time they were spending together, how serious this was, and that it, it it does counterdict what they testified to under oath. This is using, of course, a cell phone data that is uh, data that's used in court all the time by prosecutors and by police to figure out people's locations. So now they're going to they say they're going to respond. I mean, how do you respond and say, well, we never spent the night together? And uh, he was coming there at 1045 at night, and his phone was there till 5 in the morning. She's backed herself into a corner, and so is he. I mean, just, at this point, do you just remove yourself if you're her? You know, if I were her, that would be the right thing to Stay do. That would hopefully be, not get criminally charged yeah, I just, just say, say, you know what, this got out of control. It, it got out of control. I'm a human being. I, did, I made a terrible mistake. I'm withdrawing from the case. My office is being withdrawn from the case. Governor appointed another prosecutor. Uh, I'm sorry I did it. You know, it's what happened. But I don't think Fonnie Willis is that kind of person. 
I yep. think she's going to persist until the end. Somebody is in serious trouble as the House Judiciary, Judiciary Committee just tweeted. So this is getting Washington, D.C.'s attention. Uh, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is joining us the next segment of the broadcast. We're actually going to ask him uh, about this. There's also news. Surprise, surprise, as I said on Newsmax yesterday, most people would probably get an extension if you had to put $400 million together uh, for bond uh, as you were appealing your, so you could appeal your case, your, your civil fraud case. Donald Trump denied. So he's down to 24 days to get that together. Remember, you have to get that together before you can even appeal. That includes $19 million to a bond company that you probably will never get back. An additional $400 million in assets and cash. We'll talk about that with Mike Pompeo. So, again, the New York legal system being very fair to President Trump. We'll be right back on Secular. The challenges facing Americans are substantial. At a time when our values, our freedoms, and our constitutional rights are under attack, it's more important than ever to stand with the American Center for Law and Justice. For decades now, the ACLJ has been on the front lines, protecting your freedoms, defending your rights in courts, in Congress, and in the public arena. And we have an exceptional track record of success. But here's the bottom line. We could not do our work without your support. We remain committed to protecting your religious and constitutional freedoms. That remains our top priority, especially now during these challenging times. The American Center for Law and Justice is on your side. If you're already a member, thank you. And if you're not, well, this is the perfect time to stand with us at ACLJ.org, where you can learn more about our life-changing work. Become a member today. ACLJ.org. After nearly 50 years, Roe versus Wade, the tragic ruling that manufactured a so-called right to abortion has been overturned by the United States Supreme Court. This is the moment the ACLJ has been fighting for. It's the biggest victory we've achieved in our three decade long fight against the soulless abortion industry. And believe me, abortionists like Planned Parenthood are devastated. This victory would not have been possible without the steadfast prayer and support of ACLJ members like you. On behalf of the entire ACLJ, I thank you for standing with us against the abortion industry and helping us save defenseless babies. I thank you for making this victory possible. And I ask you for your continued prayer and support as we continue to battle against barbaric new abortion laws across our nation. To Secular, former Secretary of State and senior uh, senior attorney, with us here at uh, ACLJ, uh, Mike Pompeo is joining us now uh, by phone. And Secretary Pompeo, I did want to go to you first on this breaking news out of Atlanta because we're seeing you know an absolute legal assault on who is the likely uh, Republican uh, presidential candidate and uh, Donald Trump, who uh, you worked for as a Secretary of State and CIA director. And we have now learned in the matter out of Georgia which got a lot of attention last week about the prosecutor, the, the DA there and the special counsel she brought in. Um, and there was a whole hearing about that, their their personal relationship, the amount of money uh, that, that he was paid and whether or not she was reimbursing in cash. And now it looks like they've been caught, um, you know, under oath a few times last week, 
making statements that cell phone data is refuting. Like instead of saying, you know, maybe I went over to apartment 10 times, it was 35 times. Never spent the night except for you've got his phone there um, at night and then you have it leaving in the morning. You know, I'm hoping, Secretary Pompeo, that this is the beginning of some of this war on Donald Trump, if you want to call it lawfare, this, this absolute war on the leading Republican candidate for president, uh, it's beginning to crumble. Well, Jordan, what, what they've done in these legal cases, certainly the case down in Georgia that's led by Fannie Willis, uh, but some of the others as well, if they've, they, they've, they've literally undermined the central pillars of our republic, of our democratic system, by using uh, laws that have never been enforced before, uh, bringing cases that are just based on uh, absolute nothing uh, and trying to undermine, to try and take resources, money, time, all things away from campaigning against the candidate they want to be president. This is so, it's so inconsistent with the American traditions, it's so deeply abhorrent. And so your point is well taken. I, too, hope. I hope we're starting to see that if anybody watched some of the testimony that she provided last week, this, this is a fantasy prosecution. And you can now see that pieces of what they what what they built it upon are beginning to fall down. And I think that's probably going to turn out to be true in New York and Georgia. And I hope that it's so. And I hope the American most importantly, I hope the American people get a chance to see that with absolute clarity so they can see what the Democrat Party machinery has done to undermine the the central constitutional pillars of our democracy. Yeah, I mean, we know there's going to be a hearing next week with a closing statement by the uh, defendants who have brought this uh uh, motion to have her removed as uh, the lead attorney and Wade, and then a new and under Georgia's rules, then the uh, a new DA would be appointed to oversee this. And again, they could they could continue with the case, but they could also decide this is a mess and just drop all of it. Uh, there's also a meeting with one of the key witnesses who took a lot of um, liberties with uh, what it means to again attorney client privilege. So the judge is doing that next week. This explains a little bit more, too, about why this hearing from now two weeks ago is going into week three, because I think it's you know all beginning to crumble. Though, you did mention New York as well, Secretary Pompeo. I don't want to go to that, because uh, news there, I predicted it yesterday, that in most cases, if you ask for an extension on a bond in a civil case uh, where you know, you've know got to put together maybe $400 million, uh, you would get the extension if you said, hey, just, these are the reasons why you know, we need the extension to do this, this, and X, Y, and Z. And of course, when, it, when you're Donald Trump and you've got now 24 days left to do it before they can start actually le- technically beginning to try and seize a building, you get denied. Jordan, that is simply another example of them using unprecedented action, right? When literally no one, even even liberal publications are writing Hey, we've never seen anybody prosecuted for providing, you know, the valuations of properties that we haggle about with a bank when there's no victim. Now, another example where they're literally applying the law in a one-off way that demonstrates that this is a political prosecution. Uh, it's, it's tragic. It's certainly tragic for former President Trump. It is indecent. But when you think about the ramifications for our system, for the rule of law in America, the whole world is watching what's taking place and the way that this New York prosecutor has acted and the judge acted in that case. Um, I, I hope this all crumbles when it gets to appeal. I hope there are, there are saner, more rational. I don't mean this politically. I mean, people who value our systems and institutions, I hope they get a hold of this and throw this all out. But the, 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 the pain that is happening in the middle of an American election to undermine these institutions 
Uh, it, it just breaks my heart, Jordan. It is so unprecedented and so unfathomable. Yeah. I want to get to a little bit of uh, forward policy with you as well. We saw Prime Minister Netanyahu, he released in writing a plan for Gaza after the war, um, which I think is a very interesting because you know some of the interesting things about Ukraine and what's happened with Russia that you've, you've said too is that we don't get a lot even out of our own you know White House about what is kind of like plans. What, what do you want to do when you get to – you succeed in what you hope in pushing back against the Russians or, uh, and even though, you know, the Russians have been kind of clear what they want, but, uh, I think they'd be happy with this continued conflict. But here in this situation, he's, he's put together kind of this five part plan is what a complete, uh, demilitarization of Gaza, IDF freedom of operation to do that, uh, that Israel will control the border between Gaza and Egypt, uh, de-radical, uh, de-radicalize the education and religious institution in Gaza, with the help of other Arab nations, so he's not trying to say that Israel is going to do that, and then a replacement of UNRWA. I mean, I I think that's kind of in order of likely how things would have to happen if ultimately you want to restore Palestinian kind of sovereignty over the Gaza Strip. I think rushing into just throwing the Palestinian Authority into control, basically what I've heard Secretary Pompeo, just to kind of put it onto one thing, is everybody who says they think there should be this Palestinian state created immediately after the war. Yes, ask them who should be in charge, and they have no names. They have no one to name. I mean, how, how, you can't have a a new state created if you don't have any leaders leaders even ready to be trained to be leaders. Jordan, this is the classic challenge that the Israelis have faced in the West Bank as well in Judea and Samaria. There, there's no counterparty. Everybody says, "Well, let's sign a peace deal." Well, with whom? When the very persons who might well be uh, elected or have have stolen power are people who are trying to kill you to do more October 7th. Uh, I've seen what Prime Minister Netanyahu put out. I think that structurally, none of that's a reach. All of that is logical for Israel to protect its own security and its own sovereignty. It presents a pathway that, frankly, is not only good for the Israeli people, by the way, the Israeli Jews, the Israeli Christians, the Israeli Arabs, but it's also good for the Palestinian people. It will create the space where over time, civil society can begin to be rebuilt. And then ultimately, Israel can reduce some of those demands in a way that is good for the people of Gaza and good for the people of Israel as well. I wanted to go to uh, Russia. We saw the opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, uh, ultimately uh, while he was jailed. And of course, that's sparked outrage. But now uh, his death in prison in uh, Russia, they, the relationship now between Putin and the United States, we know that the uh, Biden administration has talked about additional sanctions. I mean, what happens next there when you're already engaging in a conflict where you are providing the majority of the assistance to the uh, the other party in that conflict, Ukraine, and uh, and now you've got this situation directly with an opposition leader, and it seems like Putin is just not afraid of uh, of the Biden team or or of what plans they may have for him, even though they are funding that conflict. Well, Jordan, it, it's tragic what happened uh, to Navalny, but I think it demonstrably tells us exactly who Putin is. Uh, the destruction of this of this opposition leader, now his death, is something that is deeply consistent with the old Soviet, now Russian mindset. We should be mindful there's still American tell, the Wall Street Journal reporter, uh, Paul Whelan, uh, both still being held. And this administration has failed to deter Vladimir Putin adequately. I don't think there's much that they'll likely do in response to this. I'm sure they'll issue a handful of sanctions, uh, but they'll prove to be meaningless in the sense of I, I, I can't imagine that they'll be sufficient to convince Putin to change his ways. 
that's true for continuing to take uh, wrongfully detained persons. And second, I, I don't think they're going to be able to deter him in Ukraine. I, I hope they get this right. That deterrence has to be restored. And, it, and frankly, it needed to be done two years ago. Secretary Pompeo, we appreciate being part of our team at the ACLJ. We appreciate being a senior counsel for global affairs and for jumping on that breaking news as well out of these cases in uh, at Georgia and New York. Folks, uh, let me encourage you. A lot of people watching right now on YouTube and uh, and on places like Rumble. But if you're on YouTube, we want you to subscribe uh, there. I think there's, yeah, there's 3,900 people watching there on YouTube today. So uh, uh, subscribe and like. So you make sure you're getting uh, the show and make sure uh, you know that uh, with these kind of lot of legal issues coming up soon. I haven't even gotten to it yet, Andy, but we're looking at the Supreme Court could potentially this this afternoon uh, release uh, a decision on the stay involving the immunity case in President Trump, Correct. Jack Smith. I mean, they can issue decisions and opinions whenever they want. The next time that's likely to happen is on Monday, and that would be the 14th Amendment case, which is taking longer than people have thought. I thought that opinion would have been written and published by now. It does seem to have been taken longer. I don't know why, but it's up to the Supreme Court, as you said, to issue their opinions when and if they want to. Sometimes on a Friday afternoon, you get something you didn't expect. That could very well happen today. It could. And I think, again, you look towards this afternoon and especially Monday. And, of course, we're checking that for you at the ACLJ. So that's why you want to subscribe. That's why you want to subscribe to uh, if you're watching through YouTube and like because – that again, we can't plan that to happen just between when we're on the air, you know, noon to one p.m. Eastern time. Uh, those things can happen throughout the morning and and evening as well. So do that if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, if you're on Rumble, you know what to do to, to subscribe to our page and be part of our page. There, we'll be right back on Seculo. Take your calls to one 3110 After nearly fifty years, Roe versus Wade, the tragic ruling that manufactured a so-called right to abortion has been overturned by the United States Supreme Court. This is the moment the ACLJ has been fighting for. It's the biggest victory we've achieved in our three decade long fight against the soulless abortion industry. And believe me, abortionists like Planned Parenthood are devastated. This victory would not have been possible without the steadfast prayer and support of ACLJ members like you. On behalf of the entire ACLJ, I thank you for standing with us against the abortion industry and helping us save defenseless babies. I thank you for making this victory possible. And I ask you for your continued prayer and support as we continue to battle against barbaric new abortion laws across our nation. The challenges facing Americans are substantial. At a time when our values, our freedoms, and our constitutional rights are under attack, it's more important than ever to stand with the American Center for Law and Justice. For decades now, the ACLJ has been on the front lines, protecting your freedoms, defending your rights in courts, in Congress, and in the public arena. And we have an exceptional track record of success. But here's the bottom line. We could not do our work without your support. We remain committed to protecting your religious and constitutional freedoms. That remains our top priority, especially now during these challenging times. The American Center for Law and Justice is on your side. If you're already a member, thank you. And if you're not, well, this is the perfect time to stand with us at aclj.org, where you can learn more about our life-changing work. Become a member today. 
ACLJ.org. All right, welcome back uh, to Seculo. So we've got one of our good friends in here with us, Jeremiah Johnson, who's got a new book out, Body of Proof, A Study on the Resurrection of Jesus. And we're going to get to that. He's going to be with us for the rest of the show, but we are going to get right to it because if you're just joining us like on YouTube or Rumble or on the broadcast, just some you know breaking news on some Trump legal world. It's not out of the Supreme Court yet. We still are awaiting two major decisions out of the Supreme Court. One, on the 14th Amendment case. That looks more likely to happen on Monday. I say that, then they'll end up issuing the opinion right like this <laughs> afternoon. But but that's Monday they have oral arguments. They usually release those opinions before the oral arguments on Monday morning. Now, on applications for like a stay, that could happen on a Friday afternoon. And that would be involving the Jack Smith case where Donald Trump has, has applied for a stay on the immunity case so that they can handle those issues as they proceeded. And so, again, uh, will, will will they get the stay? The 14th Amendment, which most people expected that case to come out sooner because Super Tuesday is March 5th. And people right now, including the state we live in, have a few more days. They're, st- they're actually voting. They have a few more days to vote early. And that case is still not yet out about whether or not a state can just remove Donald Trump from the ballot. So, I mean, you would imagine that would be by Monday. But now we've got more news, Logan, out of Atlanta. Right. And this involves uh, Fonnie Willis, involves uh, Nathan uh, uh, Wade there as well. They're, they're in some serious trouble. They were testifying under oath about their relationship. Uh, Donald Trump's attorneys, uh, who who I know uh, and uh, our dad knows as well, Steve Sadow, put forward information that directly contradicts their under oath testimony last week. Yeah, that was a, under oath. There's a lot of details coming out now about cell phone records and how they can be used. I'm sure if you've heard the first segment, you've got a bit more details on what it was, but essentially cell phone records being tracked, saying that they did not line up with the timeline of events that they said under oath. I will tell you this. If there's about, you know, there's thousands of people watching right now on YouTube. We know YouTube has been serving this content to a lot more people, which we appreciate, by the way. We appreciate that. Rumble's always great, but YouTube has been serving this to a lot of people, so I know a lot of you are brand new to this broadcast. What I'm going to ask you to do is subscribe to the channel because we, if you like this, if you're here to get these kind of updates, we do this every day throughout the day. So it's not just this live show. We put out you know, a dozen videos a day or so of incredible content from our team, whether it's clips of this show or other things. So make sure you stay tuned right here. All you need to do, subscribe. We appreciate it. So do that right now on the ACLJ channel. If you're one of the yep. new people who are watching, and we were able to see yesterday, Jordan, with just on YouTube alone, over 100,000 uh, people watched on YouTube alone. And what we can see through the back end data is so many of those people have never seen our channel before. So welcome. We've been doing this show for decades at this point, yep. but we're happy to have new people like you. So please join us. Subscribe. ACLJ is a legal organization. We do a lot of legal work and you may know some of us from the legal work we've done for, we did for president Trump, whether that was uh, the Mueller investigation. So we represent president Trump as his personal attorneys and uh, the first impeachment as well as three U S Supreme court cases uh, during his first term. Those were also involving, uh, you know, issues about when you can bring the charges, when you can get the tax records. It was all about the, the harassment. So in in the Willis case, just so you know and get the facts one more time, and we're going to keep going through it throughout the broadcast, uh, they testified that uh, last week that, well, Nathan uh, Wade, the special counsel she paid seven hundred grand to, had, had never been, had only been to her condo about 10 times and had um, never spent the night there. Well, we now have cell phone data from his cell phone that he made 35 visits there um, and uh, multiple times there, got there late at night, and the, phone, and the phone did not leave until the morning. So you've got two situations there 
where they both were testifying to this, and they also were testifying about the dates of their relationship. Look, they brought this on themselves by her hiring him for an exorbitant amount of money, $700,000. He has no specialty in RICO cases. And um, they went under oath last week. Remember, she stormed in the room to go under oath last week for this testimony. And so now the questions are, does she just drop out? Does she uh, Does she ultimately looks like she's going to get removed? If this if this all comes out to be correct and she can't refute this, I don't know how, she, how a judge keeps her on this case. And then a new DA comes in and do they really want to prosecute this case anymore? So is this the first one we may see? actually fall if you got questions about it 1-800-684-3110 but i do jeremiah johnson a great friend of ours he's gonna be with us for the rest of the broadcast he's got a new book out that it follows a, a book this is the guide that goes with it it's called i've got it in my hands now body of proof a study on the resurrection of jesus you can get it at amazon uh, again uh, just the body of proof a study on the resurrection of jesus and jeremiah it's an interesting time to bring it up but uh, you, you were, it's pretty amazing to us. You were telling us you, you attended our staff radio, radio broadcast meeting before to talk about this topic. And it was surprising to a lot of us, but not that when we thought about it, that this is some of the least talked about, least preached about topic in Christian churches across the country and world, the resur- the actual resurrection of Christ, even though it's central to the Christian faith. That's right. The American Center of Law and Justice equips us to have a Christian worldview, to vote our conscience and to live with a Christian world and life view. That's what I love about Jay Sekulow, Jordan Sekulow, Logan Sekulow. You guys equip us to have a thinking faith. The center of a Christian worldview is belief in the physical bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. And yet it's understudied, it's underpreached. And we see that. I have five kids, okay? And by the way, I have triplets who are seven years old. Just you guys know that. So I haven't slept in seven years. I know all about Gen Z. And only 33% of Gen Z Christians right now think that the resurrection of Jesus is an essential belief. Only now, say that, think about I think that. that. It's not Gen Z individuals that's Gen Z Christians identify themselves as Christians but don't believe that the resurrection so what is the faith about that exactly there is no, as C.S. Lewis said to preach Christianity is to preach the resurrection right. there are 260 chapters in the New Testament 300 references of the resurrection so I want to help you believers be equipped to have a better resurrection centric faith now the really cool silver lining here this book would have never come to be without the American Center of Law and Justice we filmed at all the resurrection sites in Jerusalem because Jay Sekulow connected us. You all do all kinds of work. I know you represent yeah, our office in, Israel. in Israel, connected us with his beatitude, Theophilus, who gave us the carte blanche, you guys, to film inside the resurrection tomb of Jesus. I don't know another scholar who's done this. And guess what? It was only a few days before October 7th. So don't tell me God's hand was not in this when we filmed Body of Proof. You said something interesting, too. Uh, and this is this is true. A lot of the people who would have probably made an Israel trip in the next few years might not be making that trip. That's right. And now this can kind of take them there. That's right. At because the- this, I feel like that's when you, when you're there is when you feel the reality of 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 this history. Like you see, it doesn't feel as old. It doesn't seem like right. it was so far long ago. And you see that this is okay. I mean, like you've got sites, you've got locations. This is historic. Yes, you've got to believe that if that that resurrection occurred or not but it's just a different feeling unfortunately it's going to probably be a few years until regular tours begin back to israel right. maybe longer i mean you just had regular 
just the first American airline start a flight back flying back to Israel since October. Other than that, it's just been trips that have been specifically sanctioned or Israeli airlines. Body of proof in the study on the resurrection of Jesus. Again, it's available on Amazon right here. Uh, This kind of take them there. And they they get to then teach this, they work through it themselves or with like a small group? Both. They can do both. And here's the really cool part. Thanks to you guys again giving us permission. We give you literally by the hand access to the tomb of Lazarus. John 11. Lazarus come forth. Dominus Flevit where the first Christians were resurrected on the Mount of Olives. The Church of the Holy Sepulchre. The Garden Tomb. And the Emmaus Road. There's a code in the back of each book. So you don't need to buy additional videos. It's all on demand. There's a code in the back of every book where you can watch it and use it. I hope is a Bible study. We're only 37 days from Easter, from the Super Bowl of the Christian faith, and I hope you'll go to Israel with us through the Bible study. Yeah, you should definitely take a look at it. We're going to keep discuss- discussing this. Uh, if you are brand new right here, I know a lot of people are even commenting who are just joining us broadcast right now, and you want to know about the topic, because you're like, what does this have to do with the topic what I clicked on? We'll be right back in just a minute, and we will recap that here at the beginning. So for those brand new, join us, subscribe. We'll be right back. For decades now, the ACLJ has been on the front lines, protecting your freedoms, defending your rights in courts, in Congress, and in the public arena. The American Center for Law and Justice is on your side. If you're already a member, thank you. And if you're not, well, this is the perfect time to stand with us at aclj.org, where you can learn more about our life-changing work. Become a member today. aclj.org. 